What's up, everyone? It's Gavin or Tweak. What's good? What's good? It's Marcus or Pink. It's Charles or Chuck. Hey, yo, what's going on, everyone? You got Haz or Matt coming back week to week, back to back to back for 120 plus episodes. You got the Tweak Talk, guys. We're here to talk about some great tournaments this weekend. What's up, Marcus? Why'd you mention that? <laughs> I don't know, dude. I'm just, I'm feeling it right now. You know, it was a great weekend. I actually watched uh, more weekend. Smash than I have in a while. So this, true. Well, the only, the only reason I didn't watch as much Kagaribi was because it's, it's so late here. But yeah. I watched a lot of that as well. Rise and Grind, I watched pretty much the entire weekend, almost every match that was streamed. So, but before we get into Rise and Grind and a couple other tournaments this weekend, what's going on, everyone? How's it going? Uh, I'll throw to Charles for the shill, of course. Oh, of course, of course. So on the Watch the Throne shop, the voting is over, but we have added stretch goals just to keep the incentive up there for you guys to check out the shop. Uh, you can directly donate or check out all the amazing merch. We do want to sell more merch than Lights Out because, of course, I think the Tweet Sock merch is nicer than the Lights Out merch. So, of course, <laughs> we must oh, yeah. win. We must win. And there's stretch goals as well. So if you guys check out the stretch goals, I know something that was in very high demand for Tweet Talks in the comments is another tier list episode. So I don't know why we haven't done one yet, but thank goodness we delayed it so far out that we can now use it as a stretch goal. So if we hit the stretch goal, we will finally do another tierless episode, and we'll all have Steve right on the top there for you guys. A little spoiler, but um, no, yeah. no. Oh, see, look at that already with the spice. hey, talk about Shieldmaster Gavin. What That's the heck? kidding. Just kidding, by the way. Yeah, well, and of course. He? If you guys want to support us even more, make sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Rate it or rate the podcast if you're on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. And if you want to support us even more, check out our Patreon where we do bonus content. Has what is our bonus content yeah. this week? I'm happy. You guys talked about when I wasn't here. Oh, uh, I am also nervous to talk about Bayonetta this week because of Bayonetta versus Ryu. But uh, you think Ashimo wouldn't have been a grand slam tournament? Come on. Either way. I heard you guys talk about the Switch leaks, uh, potentially new Switch, new Smash game maybe. So it got me always, and I'm always thinking about this, like the next Smash game. And I think we're always all thinking about this, like who's going to get caught, who's going to make it back in. So I think for our next bonus topic, it'd be really fun for all four of us to have to agree on a roster from Ultimate that's cut in half from what we have today for the next Smash game. And then maybe throw in a bonus DLC fighter or two. Maybe we come up with a fighter pass too. But basically routing out the initial roster of a new Smash game is the bonus content for this week. Who we think would be fun, who should stay, if characters should change, et cetera, et cetera. I think it's something we all get pretty fired up about. And people like when we argue for whatever reason. So I think that's one that'll naturally drive that type yeah. of conversation. So I think that'll be fun. But that being said, y'all rising, y'all grinding. What do you think? I had fun watching this tournament, man. I got to say, this is a really fun tournament to watch. A lot of great Bayonetta play, I think, is the first thing that comes to my mind. Yeah. Uh, and I, I think the obvious one that you got to talk about first is uh, in Lima. I, I tweeted this too that while I was watching, I'm like, I think this is the best I've ever seen Bayonetta played in Ultimate. Like, Lima historically has always gone for crazy shit, like crazy combos, edge guards, like off stage, like acrobatics. I'm like, he's out of jumps like four jumps ago, and then he's totally fine. Like, he's not, but sometimes he isn't. Sometimes he SDs, but I don't think he SD'd this tournament. Like, I don't think he went too hard in the paint, and he. It's not like he was playing conservatively. Like, he wasn't holding back and, like, not trying. He was going off stage, trying to make huge plays or actually just making huge plays, making big things happen and not dropping the ball, which I thought was so impressive because we've always talked about how hard this character Bayonetta can be at times, um, especially when it comes to more technical aspects of her. And not it's like the Bayo text, right? We always say that. It's like not SDing is, is super hard, but 
Lima was so, so impressive, including a set against, didn't win the set against Mia, but played so well uh, against such a great player right now, such a consistent player. Yeah, it was game five. It was really close. It was very exciting to watch. I thought Lima's recoveries are just like all the different angles Lima can snap to ledge was very impressive. I think uh, all the other bails are a little bit more basic in that sense, but Lima, it's so precise when snapping to the ledge with various different specials and stuff. And it was really fun to watch. Lima went for a lot of, a lot of uh, hard read smash attacks against Mia, which yep. I think you, I wouldn't say you have to do, but it helps a lot. And Bayo smash attacks are actually pretty solid in this game in a sense of just like the size of the hitbox. It doesn't, it counts as a straight up disjoint. So even if an opponent doesn't move, it doesn't like outclank it or anything like that. So it was really fun watching Lima. I wish we got to see, my only gripe was we didn't get to see like a game five set Lima versus Gluto. It was kind of like 3 0 one way, 3 0 the other. But yeah, I mean, uh, what would you think, Tweak? Bro, at first, oh, oh, Whoa. wait, my bad. I yeah, heard but- pink. Oh, what? Huh? I, heard you heard, what? I heard Tweak, my bad. He, oh, he I heard Pink. Tweak. It's interesting oh, that you bad. heard Tweak because that's what he said. Oh, What if you combine those two words? No, I'm just kidding. See you. <laughs> what the heck? Um, you gotta go. I think uh, Lima's Bayonetta play is very often like pretty much peak Bayo play, to be honest. Um, I was very uh, interested in Gluto versus Lima, and they had, both had two sets, which is the best I could ask for, to be honest, and they both went really differently. Um, but yeah, I think Lima was playing very confident, very calculated. Um, I, I just think it's the, like I said, like some of that was just the best Bayo play we've ever seen in Ultimate. Uh, I think when me, uh, when Lima's ready, for like a player or a matchup or something like that, it's very, very difficult to, to beat Lima. Um, it kind of reminds me of like, I don't know, like when Mudace is holding down like an advantage or like a set and you just can't really do anything about it or even like myself or something like that um, is what it reminds me of. So yeah, I was very curious because Glutose had back and forth with Bayo, had some more experience against another really good Bayo in Bloom and Gluto is also the type where if he figures something out, it feels kind of impossible. And I really thought, you know, Lima versus Gluto would be the true test. Like, are you actually ready for Bayo? Um, is Gluto going to, you know, surprise Lima with something? Or is Lima just going to, like, really show that Gluto still has something to learn about the matchup? And I think we saw a bit of everything. Uh, yeah, it, Bayo is, like, turning into like a pretty meta character which i think is awesome so agreed marcus <laughs> oh bet <laughs> <laughs> i was like is it good are they gonna say pink and then i'm like we gotta go to marcus and gavin <laughs> yeah like threw me for a loop i don't, I don't, I don't know it's, it's like almost always gavin so it threw me for a loop when i was like wait that's yeah yeah uh anyway <clears throat> yeah it was super sick i always say that about lima like Sometimes it feels like Lima is the best player in the world. I mean, that's what happens when you hit a certain level, you know. Um, But I say it very often, like, Lima has ideas that seem like they don't really make sense to anyone but Lima. And they work out very well. But there are also times where Lima's hands cannot keep up with Lima's brain. And (laughs) like like Has says, you know, the SDs start coming out and, like... It's tough. Um, it was really cool to see Lima like uh, really hunker down after going down two games. 
because me is also one of those players that's just like a very heavy adapter like and it happens very very quickly like just mid-game it's like oh you know what i figured it out okay and then you have to like adapt on the fly so it was cool to see lima be able to also uh keep up with Mia's adaptations i mean just the whole weekend lima dropped two games until what winner's finals I think he only dropped two games because so, um, yeah. he because he 3-0 Gluto and yeah, winning yep. semis, right? Yeah, so I think he dropped two games one, until one to the buzz, yeah, and then I think that was it in top sixty four. Yeah, um, so it fantastic weekend for him. Um, I'm always happy to see him do well. So that was super sick. Um, my one thing, gotta shout out my boy Peanut. My oh, of course, dude. Top sixteen. Damn. Little Mac eating zero suit with Little Mac is insane, bro. By the I way. don't understand. Like I just, I, know. Like, I sit there every time. I'm like, bro, how do you do this? But also, why are you doing this? Like, you do, like I have like this like conflicting like. But he's he's also really young, so there's there's time for him to either decide that he's tired of just being the Little Mac guy or whatever. But shout outs to him for consistently that is a weird word to use when describing little mac but it is consistent yeah consistently placing what feels like in the top 16 at this point he's a problem bro for sure it's it's ridiculous how well he does with this character all the time like i think every time i'm like ah maybe he'll have like a a rough outing this it just never comes like it just doesn't happen it doesn't matter oh my gosh bro that gluto base mage set yeah, I didn't realize how close it was until way later. Like, I knew it was game five, but it was like, game five, you should have lost game five. Yeah, yeah Gluto was scamming. Loki, he knew, he knew too, when like, <laughs> he landed the up tilt walk. You could see his face like, yep. yeah, I scammed. Towards the end of the game, he, for like, he was done with every other move. Yeah, He's he like, just I'm... kept using up tilt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He was spamming, bro. He knew. This set is over one way or another, bro. That was a great set. I think, in general, we were saying this before we went live, but the top 64 was so fun. Like, top eight was good, too, but, like, top 64, bro, okay, we got to talk about Pharaoh, too. Did you all catch that set? Game five? Like, okay. Wow, like that, like I the trade. After the trade in game one was so sick, dude. Dead at 40? So bad. I would have been that was so the. Bad. I think it was, was game watch down air. Is that what it was? I thought it was game. No, three. I don't think it was game one because game I think it was one, game three. Game was one game was a crazy ending too, but not like it wasn't that one. I think I that's how he went up right. in the set. I know that the two games that Pharaoh won were insane, and then he got three stocked the two other games, and then game five was whatever. <laughs> but that's that Mia adaptation, and it, it's interesting because I feel like Mia runs into these situations a lot, where it's like, whoa, Mia went game five against someone, but always ends up winning. And I saw. Some like in chat, some people are like, "Oh, this always happens to me. He always has these close sets." I'm like, "But he doesn't lose." And to me, that's more of a positive than anything else because, yeah, it's great if you get through all your pools and get through all your matches, three one, three zero. Like even we were just talking about how good Lima's run was, right? Going mostly three zero or three one against everyone, but having those really tight sets because you know Pharaoh, like that was the, the set that Pharaoh was prepping for and is a very good player. But me was able to not just win, but like the. The retaliation three stocks were just insane. Like, Pharaoh would squeak out a win, and it was just like, how did he even win that game? And then he'd do it again, and then me would do it uh, three stock him back. It was just ridiculous. And I think it just speaks to the power of how good Mia is as a player because 
And even against Lima, starting to get reverse 3-0'd and then gets zero to death instantly against Bayo. Did you see the clip where the it's game five, stock one, and Lima gets aggressive and goes right at him? And Mia is still adjusting his headset. Is his hand's not even on his controller, and he gets hit by, I think it's an ABK. And he gets Bayo'd comboed and he died. I can't believe Lima didn't win that game, man. I can't believe it. I'm very surprised. I was so bummed, dude. I was so bummed. That was so, perfect. The perfect start. Yeah. Also, once again, Gluto is just performing better than ever. It's it's insane. Like I talked about it a little bit. Like the more like he he's just forgetting what losing is because he's like so consistent and doing so well lately, and that's so scary. <laughs> like super yeah, super scary. He's winning uh, matchups that have traditionally been tough for him too. Obviously, he lost to Lima the first time, won the second yeah. time, so that's Bayo, which is a big deal. I think they traded three O's, which is pretty interesting. They did, yeah. And then he beat Jazo too, who's someone who did really well against him last time they played at Summit. Like in that, in FGC and Bayo yeah. have always given him problems, so I'm happy to see him do well. And then beating Base Mage, who's always like just this like wild card player who could show up and just have a great tournament. Like Base Mage had a really good tournament, so. Gluto again, like the consistency is, is wild. And he's, as always with Gluto, sometimes it's like, oh, he has to play this matchup. It's going to be really tough for him. And before, like last year, that was really a problem. And this year, it's becoming less and less of a problem, which is very, very, very impressive when you think about the bad matchups that Wario can run into. Yeah. Yeah, but the bad yeah. ones are really bad. Like, I, I remember it was like, all right, grand finals. Let's see. Let, let's see how Gluto will deal with Game Watch because this one's a really, really tough matchup, right? Right out the gate, go! Game & Watch lands one hit, 120, 130% just through advantage state, and then Gluto gets one Nair, and then the, like, Game & Watch, the Nair doesn't finish, Game & Watch up Bs and, like, just instantly reversals him. And I was just like, whew, yeah. this is going to be... If Gluto wins this, I was like, this is going to be a long grand finals. Like, it's, yeah. this is such a hard matchup. Like, your moves don't even work. Game & Watch having that frame three out, like, and you're... Oh, man, it, it's so tough. And Glute... Wario just loves being in the air, and Game Watch is notoriously, like, if not one of the strongest, if not the best character at frame trapping characters in the air because of falling up air or nair, right? Yeah. I think the best aerial frame trapper in the game is Corrin. Corrin, Fox, Game Corrin, Watch, like, they're all really good. Game Watch, Corrin. Yeah, I, I think Game Watch oh, does way more wait. damage. I, I think Game Watch. Saying. I thought you, for some reason, you were saying Wario is the best at it. Oh, God, no. no. I'm saying Wario is susceptible to characters like that. Yeah, no, Game & Watch is the best at it. It's like almost his entire game. Right, right, yeah. yeah. He games it's you his, watch. Yeah, it's yeah. literally what it is. It's yeah, just yeah. what it is. True combo advantage state, yeah, it's, it's pretty Yeah, cool. there's nothing you can do, really. It feels that way, bro. We saw Mew get hit by it. He got caught in the blender. We saw it happened to everybody. They played Gluto. What, what, what would we would have done in that spot? Me? Monkey, monkey flip. Disagree. Belmont neutral air. W. No, it does not work. <laughs> monkey flip. Does yes, it yeah, does. The, the only the that's one thing that was like really interesting to me about the Lima Mia set is Mia was actually having a hard time like doing infinite damage like he normally does because of dive kick, and I was like, oh, yeah. But that also impressed me even more. And we're landing. Yeah. On the ground. It it impressed me even more that he was still able to win without like, cause like I would watch him versus mute, he would land an air or an up air, and sometimes it was just next next stock. But with Lima, he had to like kind of figure some things out. Like he had to make a lot of reads in order to win. So I mean, 
Pickens is really impressive. I don't know. Yeah. The, th- the thing I liked about how Lima played, too, is he was punishing the shit out of down air, which was very... It's kind of a Bayo thing, too, because witch time, obviously, and, and yeah. ABK, like, the angle you can go at. But he was there, man. And I think Charles said it, too. Like, the raw smash attacks from Lima were ridiculous. He was hitting fair, 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 read an air dodge from Gluto, forward smash, you're dead as Wario at 70? Like, it or up smash? Like, it was just... Man, it was some very, like I said, a very, very fun tournament to watch. And some top-level Bayonetta, which is just, like, the toppest level Bayonetta, which is, it was great, man. It was so fun. Um, what else do we want to call out this tournament? Oh, we got to talk about Skinny the who? Uh, Skinny the Pooh, all right? Oh, you're not asleep. Get out of here. 3-0 over Leo. I watched the set. It was, uh, the thing I loved about the set is it, we'll, we could provide the link here. But it's like hand cam recorded, you know, it was off stream and all that stuff. And you get the crowd. Yeah. It's it's fun to watch that stuff. But I watched it 3-0. And, dude, I feel like I think Leo only had one stock lead and it was game three. And he was three stocking Skinny and then he lost. Like, that was it. Oh, nice job, Chris. Chris already has it pulled up. That's awesome. Yeah, Skinny was down one to three stocks. He spot dodged a grab center stage when Leo was at 43 and killed him. Like that, like that down tilt, like he just Mario <laughs> stuff happened all the time. Game, I feel like Leo couldn't hit back airs off stage either. Like, he just couldn't kill. Like, his edge guards weren't hitting. I don't think he landed a single back air off stage. I think he got him with guns once or twice, maybe. He just wasn't finding the kills. Like, stock one, game one, Leo's up 140 to 25, and he dies to a back air at center stage. Like, he just gets bared, he gets grabbed, and he gets laddered. So, maybe PS2 should be off the menu is kind of how I'm feeling a little bit when you're playing against Mario. Because that's what just kept happening. He just, he kept... Huge lead, 140 to nothing. They die. Huge lead, 90 to nothing. Lose. Like, that's it. Like, game over. Oh, he also got caped at zero the first game. I don't know if y'all saw that. He got caped at zero the last stock. Bro. It was ridiculous. Yeah. It was It was just really, like, the thing I'll say about Skinny's play, amazing offense for Mario. Like, just perfect. Like, perfect conversions, hitting them on Joker. Really, really good stuff. Man, is a he's a fair machine, bro. He'd be throwing the fairs out. He's not afraid. So, I enjoyed his play robbery for sure the up smash on the final stock was ridiculous y'all gotta watch the set but wait can you go back to that is that the up smash right there up smash up smash yeah right here okay here's the thing yeah well that's that's the second stock it's the last stock oh the cape was game one last stock oh okay i thought that was it just there here's my thing and i mean y'all know where y'all know where i'm gonna go because sorry, sorry, audio guys. It just, it just like I don't get it. Like I, I'm just confused. Like I, Damn. I don't understand. Like we, okay, he lost to Super Dog in Mexico. He lost to Super Dog and Javi at that tournament. I'm pretty sure. Super Dog the Mario, in Joker Mario, the tournament Leo won. Like a few days later, he three would Super Dog with Marth, and then we went to Rise and Grind. And we picked Joker, which is who we lost to Super Dog with. Where was Marth? Like, wh- Where, what happened? Any, any sword. Send a sword. You got 18 of them. Send you one. Corrin? Like, did you see Shattuck versus Karama? Shattuck was gaming this weekend. Did we oh, see Shattuck? Yeah, big Shattuck fan. Shattuck like, fantastic what, versus Karama. What yeah. happened? And then we play Riddles. And I think Riddles has beaten him the last three or four. Three out of the four or four out of the five times that they played. You know who he beat him with? Marth. 
Yeah. Oh, he went yeah. Marth this time, though. But he didn't start Marth. But he didn't start Marth. And I'm just like, like, what's happening? Like, it, I, it's fine, man. It's all good. <laughs> I think one thing to always keep in mind when you're fighting Mario is when you're at kill percentage, be careful of entering Mario's zone. I think we all need to remember <laughs> very <laughs> wise words. From As someone, said by someone on this podcast. Yes. By Gavin or Charles, yeah. Huh? Char- I think Charles wrote it. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. whoa. <laughs> I, from what I heard, I, I heard Gavin writes his own scripts. <laughs> that's that's what I heard. Is that me. what they would sound like? <laughs> yes. Chris Entering Mario's zone. It's dangerous. It's, it, it is, is dangerous. <laughs> it is dangerous. It is mad dangerous. Oh, you'll be entering Mario's zone soon, Gavin. You're playing that the new game that's coming out. You've been talking yeah, about the last four podcasts. I've been playing uh, 2D Mario's like every day to get ready for it. I know. Oh yeah, I'm you like, played uh, Super Mario World Two, right? I finished Yoshi's Super Island. Island. I I finished. Uh, oh no, that one's with W. Sorry. I played Super Mario Bros. One through three. I played Super Mario World One and Two. Two is. Ooh. Yeah, two is my favorite out of all five of those games. Yoshi's, Yoshi's Island. Island. Yoshi's yeah. Island is pretty yeah. peak, bro. Sorry, because you also like Mario 2, which I think is bad. I do. I do like Mario 2. Terrible. <laughs> I know. Terrible. But I'm like begging you to play FF16. The question is, what is... The question, apparently, shouts to Coney, is which one is better between World and 3? Ever since I finished 3 for the first time, I've been thinking about it. It's, it's probably close. World. It's close. I it's think it's world. very close. It's close. It is close. It is close. Three is great. Three has some really cool overworld music that I haven't really heard from a Mario game like that. And it also has just some, I think some of the, maybe some more difficulty in some spots. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's tough for me. It's really tough for me. I think I would go with world. I think so. Dang. I'm sorry. I think Haz would go with three, so. I said maybe it's World, though, because World introduced, like, Yoshi was cool in World. Like, that was a whole new thing. It was a Super Nintendo. It's it's hard to compare them, I think. But I guess if I had to pick one, I'd say 3, even though it was... Like, I think the World interesting World, reason World, to compare yeah. them is, like, 3 is, like, a polished thing that they've, like, re- like repeated a couple times. And then World is, like, the new, like, new console. Like, Yeah. It's, like, I don't know. It's, like, comparing, like, old and new Pokemon or something in terms of, like, they are different ideas and perspectives and, like, which one do you prefer yeah. or something. Like, so, Mario World's pretty much Gen 2 Pokemon. That's why it's goaded. Right? There you go. Well, I have no idea. <laughs> We're definitely in the Mario zone now. I'm, dude, I'm begging Gavin to play Final Fantasy 16, which I had finished right before Rising Grind Top 8, and I just left Discord. I was playing it like during melee, like had melee muted, was playing FF16, and I finished the game. And I was like, I need to go for a walk. Like the ending was like, that game is yeah. amazing. Chat, you gotta watch out. Game of the year. Melee muted. Game of the year. Yeah, I, I well, I wasn't. I, I just had it on my other monitor, but I was finishing the game, so I wasn't watching. You know, that was not happening. I was, it, dude. This game was it was fucking amazing. Game I of the year. So I haven't played a lot of games this year, so yes. But I need to. F- uh, I have some more on my list this year. It's gonna, be, said, now, it's gonna be nominated. So I I would love yeah, to lose. Spider- it to might what? lose Mario Wonder to Spider Man. Huh? Maybe Spider Man. Yeah, oh, I do want to play Baldur's Gate. Oh, it's probably gonna be FF sixteen, Baldur's Gate three, Spider Man, uh, Breath of the Wild two. Oh, Tears of the Kingdom. Yeah. Oh. Breath of the Wild one. I know it's a dude. It's a great year. Uh, Resident Evil Four remake is also up yeah. there. 
Yeah, can a remake really be game of the year though? Yeah, I feel definitely. like it can. Definitely. It can, but like come on, like come on, man. Is that really Re- game Resident Evil 4? Hell yeah, it could be on there. When Rebirth saying... comes out, are you going to say that doesn't count? That's that different. They, count. Re- they actually redid everything. Bro, that trailer was... Anyway. <laughs> but I've always said to Gavin that nothing ever is... cracked my, t- my top three Final Fantasies. Tactics 7 and 6. Well, it's Tactics. 6 number 1, Tactics, and then 7. Si- 16 might be in my top three, but I don't know how that's working. Dang, that's how are you going to boot out? Bro, that game... I'm not saying it made me cry. I'm saying... Something was in my eye, okay? Like, that's how I'm going to say it, all right? I'm judging sure you. I'm you can judge me. I don't give a fuck, Charles. I got nothing. I saw Tony I got nothing talking about it with this chat about is Mario Wonder possible to be in Game of the Year since it's not like a 3D Mario, but it's still like a Mario game. Like, is it going to be in there? I've heard a bit of everything with like what people think will happen because I don't. I have no idea. It's like the timing of the release and like the type of game it is. But like Coney was surprised that everyone was saying no because he was thinking it would be a shoe in in terms of like nominations because it's Mario and I was like I don't I don't know because no, uh, Odyssey we haven't won. had a Mario Mario game in a long time so maybe. Odyssey was nominated but that's very different obviously yeah I think you got to look at like grand scale you look at like Final Fantasy compared to Final yeah, Fantasy scale scale is way scale. bigger for everything we've mentioned. Yeah, maybe not this year I would say. Maybe if it came out a different like a slower year it would have a shot, but I would say probably no, but I wouldn't be surprised if it was on there. But yeah, I'd I also know, say I don't know how big the list is either for these types of things. I don't keep up. 5 or 6 games usually. So I'd say something got sham wowed if Mario's on there. Like if Spider-Man's not on there and Mario is, I'd be like, "Hmm, I don't know about that." I can't wait for Spider-Man, bro. Same day as Wonder, which is funny. Oh, GG's Wonder. Yeah, GG's yeah. Wonder, yeah. Just I'll like play GG's it for Spider-Man. you, don't worry. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait, dude. Hey, what's up, everyone? Charles here, and I just want to talk about DE training. It stands for Double Entendre Training. And I just want to talk about my experience. But I've been on this program for about three months, and it has been fantastic. At DE Training, there's personalized fitness program for all levels of fitness. It's affordable, it's effective, and there's access to private chat and live Q&A. There's a QR code right there on the bottom right, or you can check out the website, trainerize.me slash profile slash double entendre. So make sure to check that out. And you can try one month for free with the code tweak23. And let me tell you, I've been on this program for about three months and it has been fantastic. I started my fitness journey around five years ago. I've had my ups and I've had my downs, but the hardest thing is to just stay consistent and DE training helps you with exactly that. Lemony Tiger, who is the trainer that talks to me and helps me a lot with all my problems throughout my fitness journey, helped me with so many different issues. Biggest one for me, for example, was when I was traveling, it was very hard for me to maintain my diet and keep consistent with working out. And Lemony Tiger gave me a bunch of different strategies and tricks to help me out with that specific problem. So it definitely works and they are there for you 100% of the way. Make sure to check out the training. Bro, uh, this got random, but not that random. But who's your favorite superhero? <laughs> well, I'm sorry. I just, I need to know. Like, I. All of us around the horn? Yeah. Oh, man. All right, Charles, you go first. I'm, I know. I, actually, I, I'm actually, not ready for this. I Marvel know. hero? It doesn't you have to be Marvel hero. I have one for Marvel and one for DC. Okay, yeah, I'm down. We can do one for each. We can skip Chuck. He's too short. It's so easy. All right, mine for Marvel are Iron Man and Spider-Man. Easy. I have a question. 
And then DC, I'm a huge Batman guy. And if I had to pick a second one, Batman's a go. Like, Batman and Spider-Man are usually my two, but I've been on a big Iron Man kick, like, the last couple of years. Huge Iron Man fan. Um, and then my secondary for DC would be Aquaman. Amazing rewrite in the new 52. If you know, you know. He's amazing. Aquaman's a shit. All right, continue. Okay, well, mine was going to be Spider-Man, Batman. But I feel like... It's, like, it's how the best it not, combo. It's the best it combo. Not, exactly. <laughs> it just is. How is it like, like, bro, like... I know. Um, I'll, I know. I'll pick a backup and I'll do... Uh, it, it's probably Hulk uh, Green Lantern. Oh, oh, no, 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 no. Hulk Flash, my bad. I was going to say which Green Lantern, but... John Stewart. Which you got it? There's a lot. What? There's like three or four of them. Yeah, or maybe more than that. Kyle Rayner, come on. Which Green Lantern? <laughs> I need an answer. I don't think Marcus. Hello. I'm AFK. <laughs> and I said the Flash. The Flash is great. Gavin. Does he oh, have you know a big superhero guy is the funniest thing about you. Wait, is he? Wolverine. Yeah, but no, he's not. Ooh, oh, that's raw. I was like, what? He's Wolverine. a anime guy. Wolverine, Wolverine raw. Good choice. Forever. Why Wolverine? Goat, um, it's actually like, I actually do have real reasons. It's mostly because my father and my brother are fans, and they, Wolverine reminds me of my dad and my brother, for sure. Is there Canadian? <laughs> no. Mm. Oh, okay. <laughs> mm. I, and I think he's cool. <laughs> oh, he's Wolvie is dude, he's the fucking shit. Yeah, he's amazing. X Men are like uh, to me. X Men are a whole separate category. Honestly, it's like Marvel, DC, fair. and X Men. Even though obviously, X-Men's yeah, Marvel. it's Wolverine for sure. W yeah. good choice. I'm gonna Charles? say Magneto. Uh, not really a hero. It's not a hero, he, but he, you know what? I'll give it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like come on. If we're talking villains. Whole different game when we're talking. You know what? Actually, sometimes he sometimes is. he is a hero, but I not that's usually. Not yeah, I'm, not his typical role. But yeah, I do we know he's not a hero. Magneto. He's a hero in my eyes. Well, <laughs> that's interesting, Charles. Uh-oh. We'll talk about Uh-oh. in the bonus content. Uh oh. <laughs> yeah, good choice, Charles. Saying X Men is always a W. I think they're so fucking. I, I think anyway. I just like villains more than heroes in general, like their I mean, designs and stuff like that. Yeah, I, that's I, why Batman's the best if, hero. If I, he's the best villain. It, yeah, it would be Batman or Iron Man if I had to pick a hero. Iron Man. I'm, I'm, I'm has build. I got good opinions, bro, especially on superheroes. <laughs> I've read comics forever. Um, anyway, MK Leo, yeah. Uh, <laughs> how do we transition? My superhero is MK Leo. You know, like how do we? There's no transition back. You know, Mario's to- zone. Mario's zone. Yeah, we're out, out of the Magneto it. zone and into the Mario zone. But I um. Okay, Phil, help him, have him help us with this. When I think of a character that I like would pick up for fun or whatever it is, like just a character. Mario is the character that I think of lately. That's probably, because you're playing Mario. Probably, probably because I'd be playing Mario games. You were playing when you were playing Luigi's Mansion, we got into Smash Arena and you were playing Luigi. I was like, why are we what is like happening? Once right or twice. Now? That was like once or twice. It still happened. Playing that Luigi is really bad. Like yeah. really bad. Yes, it is. Yeah. <laughs> the heck my mario is not that bad like you said Mario's you only played it once or twice yeah your mario is like fine yeah if you played it more it would be good but it's not you know you don't have the zone right you're not yeah. myron you're not my, mario my zone is yeah. not that dangerous <laughs> it's not i miss myron by the way i think at one point during commentary Same. last said uh 
He said, press one if you miss Myron. And I mashed one. I was like, I fucking miss Myron. He rules. He just sits there. He tweets about WoW PvP all day. I'm like, this guy's awesome. I miss Myron. He rules. Uh, anyway, uh, shout outs. Uh, I want to do more shout outs about the Rising Guy uh, bracket. Uh, shout outs to. Uh, Geist? Shout out to. Bales and Toppy. Dude, yes. Geist for sure. Good job. Not who I had next on my list. Uh, Tarek. Next as well, top eight, and then three oh Shattuck too. That was dominant. What a way to open up the top. Well, that eight. was interesting because Shattuck had just played super well versus Karama. Yep. And then Tarek played like incredible versus Shattuck, like amazing. <laughs> oh, I wasn't ready for that. I thought it'd be a really I was not set. ready for that. That was really good, Greninja. Yeah. Game, like, amazing. There was there was a lot was of nice. interesting things about it because there was a like long break. You know, like Shattuck was playing hot. Yeah. And then the long break happened. And that's things that a lot of people don't like think about or see. It's hard Um, if you're not used mm -hmm. to that. Yeah. But also, I know that when Nail was here, um, Tarek and Nail played a lot. So I know that he got a lot of, I know, I know. No, he got a lot of practice. I like it. That was like the first time I'd ever watched Greninja. Not that, like, the players are bad or Tarek is bad, but, like, I watched Greninja and I was, like, pretty locked in. I was like, this is, like, I'm having a good time watching it. I'm not, like, super into the character in Smash or anything, but I thought Tarek played fantastic. Like, just genuinely fantastic. Oh, look at that Fox tech. Dang. The the ending of the hashtag (laughs) and the, like, border or back here. That's, like, so funny. Bro, he's hitting the conversions to the F smash at the ledge. Like, almost getting kills at, like, 50 when it started. His pacing was also so good. Like, it was genuine, like, neutral. Like, he wasn't just holding forward. Like, this was very calculated but ready to execute, which is not easy to be able to flip the switch like that. So, I thought it was great gameplay. It really was. I think Tarek is improving. Shout out to my man Jazo. That's my guy right Jazzo there, bro. He that incredible set versus Riddles. Incredible. Made Ken look so godlike, bro. I yeah. was so happy because obviously Riddles knows how to play against Ken. He yeah. not only does he play him himself, but he has a lot of great Kens in his own region. So that was great. Jazo's pressure was just ridiculous. He played so well. He did get three one by, conversion. Uh, oh man, it was good. Uh, yeah, was it the? It was like an input. No, it was like a move didn't fully connect, and then he went in the back or something like that. It was. Oh yeah. Has you know what clip I'm talking about, right? Yeah, I do. Of course. Riddles. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. It was the focus yeah. combo. Yeah, he was just doing a lot. And of it started with focus. Yeah. Yes. Proxy up tilt. Yeah, yeah. There you go. I think uh, one of Josh's strengths is how sure he is of his game plan and how much he's going to stick to it. You know, he's kind of like a wall to get through, and he's very confident in his movement and his, like, shield management and parries and all that stuff. And I think if you're shaky at all, like, your movement might get caught off guard or you're going to, like, do an unsafe thing against Jazo and, like, it's just going to rack up. And I feel like that's what happened to Riddles. Like, after having a really chaotic, tense, close set, like, just gets thrown in against, like, someone that's just chilling. Like, just super Uh chilling. And I don't know. I I think... It was an impressive W, and it was really dominant, which is – I think it was his patience that really just won him this set. I think he just really waited for his opportunities, kind of like what we just talked about Tarek, and he executed when he was given them. Ooh, right like he wasn't afraid to dash back. Like, look at that. Like, he's resetting. Yeah. Even though he's, like, going for something crazy, he's still resetting, and he's he's waiting for the right moment. And he just, he just snowballed all of his leads 
just Crescent maybe. one back air, bro. It just it, it feels great to do, and it looks amazing too, in my opinion, in the game. And if he wasn't playing as another super heavy character, it, that kills a lot of the lighter characters in the cast. It's ridiculous. Yeah, really good stuff, man. <clears throat> also, big shout outs to Riddle's third and Street Fighter. God, yep, yeah, W, yeah. Like, how do we do it, bro? We just be running from game to game. Like, all right, I'm bro. not gonna lie, Riddle's is the go. I feel like Riddle's is like really yep. doing his own thing and. Uh, is just doing what he wants to do, but yep. when he wants to do something, he performs so well. Like he's playing both. He's just he's committed to what he wants to do, and he's like doing well at all of it. I, I, I he's doing well with content. He's doing well with Smash. He's doing well with Street Fighter. Like, yep. you know, he he did well in both games. He beat fucking Leo game five last hit. Did well in Street Fighter. Like, shout out to Riddles. I feel like he's really like just doing his own thing, and he's doing it well. Agreed. Been a Riddles fan for a very, very long time, obviously. He's he's great. And I think, too, like this was – I think if he's motivated for a tournament – I'm not – I haven't been watching his streams a lot recently, but it's going to be the big house. He's going to want to defend his title, obviously. And I think this was more – Rise and Grind was more – I don't think he was going to like, I'm going to win Rise and Grind. Don't get me – he definitely could have, and maybe that was his motivation. But I think he has his eyes set on the big house. I'm, I'm pretty sure. I'm not 100% on that. But this is his first Smash tournament in a little while, too, or at least major, so – and he's doing two games. That's really, really, really hard, and not many people can do that. So he's he's been on the grind and been consistent across both his games. Dude's been working out consistently. Good for him, man. I'm, I'm glad to see the Riddles kind of grind era. What? Like, people will be tired. Like, I've, I've talked to people, and they'd be like, bro, it's Sunday. I've been playing all weekend. Oh, man. And then Riddles is doing that twice. Ain't no like he's playing like double the set. Well, I mean, straight the Smash tournaments are usually bigger, but uh, because they're at Smash events, but like he's playing like essentially double the sets as everyone else. Like you know, bro is tired. Like because it's not like he's he's getting cooked in either of them. He's making it far in both of them. So I I don't know. I couldn't imagine it, bro. I would be exhausted. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. And switching in between both games, I can't even imagine. Like yeah. every time I've competed in one game, I've only done one. You know what I mean? And then maybe like kind of put that one down, switch to the next, put down that previous one down, switch to the next. Yeah, doing two games at the same tournament in person—that sounds very difficult. So I mean, shout outs to anyone that can do something like that and still get the results he's getting. It's amazing. And right before Jazzo, he had to play Leo in a game five set. So who knows how gassed he was at that point? Like it's just. It's, it's unfortunate, but that's how brackets go sometimes. So and then, yeah. and then he yeah. lost to Jazza and went straight back. I think he went straight to Street Fighter after that. I'm like, bro, yep. like you you just get eliminated and you're like, all right, time to go play. Or the other or the other way happened. He went to Street I think Fighter. It might have been the other way around. Yeah, he he lost losers finals to Street Fighters, then went to play Jazza. It's one of the two, but like yeah. regardless, you got eliminated from one event and then you just go to play and you're in loser of another event. Like you you already thinking about that like bro like what could i have done differently but you got to sit down and like try to focus on the set that nope 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 shattuck we already said great run guys uh anathema yeah. taking out the buzz great to see anathema make another top eight uh rise oh, yeah. grind. the buzz was our only hope to the heartbreaker i'm also it. curious i wonder how much mia probably studied for the buzz you think probably it was never like, know. Seen we'd him probably out. Play again, but yeah, you ask him, he'd be like, "Not at all. He wasn't afraid." You American is, gym is Mia afraid? going to a port, <laughs> or is Mia going to any other events soon, like a uh, big question. house or 
Big House this weekend, right? Is he I, going to Miami yeah. or is he going to Miami? Like, because I hear I've I've yeah, it is this weekend. You know, recently Brian a little a little last minute for Mia. Yeah. So it was Rise of Grind was like he registered like in the you know last hour or something. Yeah, yeah that's what I was saying. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, Wild. Yeah, because recently I'm looking at the got some people right talking. Got some people talking. They looking at yeah. him. He. I was looking. I was trying to figure out. I think Mia hasn't beaten Spargo. But I think that might be. It. Has he played Leo? I I don't remember. That would be another tough one because Leo's also good at that matchup. Dang, Mia yeah, is going Spargo. to port. Mia is going to port. I, I repeat. <laughs> there we go. The game of watch has landed. Hold on. Bro, is port going to be like, you remember how like, you know, we were sitting there chilling like, oh yeah, Battle of BC is coming up. And then one day we just sat down and looked at everyone who entered Battle Dude. of BC and they were like, wait. I think you we know, have another Battle of BC moment. You know? I think we know this, this ahead of time because of uh, Watch the Throne. <laughs> so we're, we're looking at every tournament that we're partnering with and... This one is like it is a qualifier some, for Watch the Throne. Someone might get ninth. Is how stacked this tournament is, and how many Watch the Throne people who are already going to Watch the Throne. So obviously, it just goes to the next person in line uh, who isn't already going. So that being said, since the tournament's so stacked, we're like, dude, someone might get ninth and get into Watch the Throne. Well, the, we'd have to play out tiebreakers or a round robin if it's ninth. Oh, like, it's yo, Osimo is also going to port. Yo, let's see. Go, go. Tell me it's Osimo versus the Bale. Please tell me that it's Osimo. Lima like, is also going. Like Lima, Bloom's already in to, to Watch the Throne, so can't yeah. be Bloom. But yeah, I mean, guys, it could be a lot of Bales. I don't know if Geist is going, but dude, holy shit. It'd be so hyped to get Osimo versus... Uh, Versus Lima. That'd be so that funny. That would be sick. I was messaging Marcus. <laughs> I was like, looking like a lot of Bayos in the top eight. He goes, you need to just... Marcus's advice is, you just need to double down. You should... <laughs> That's what right. I'm talking about. Bet. Yeah. Guess what? Osimo <laughs> would have won the fucking tournament, okay? Top eight's great. You would have smoked that tournament. <laughs> Ryu, Ryu versus Game Watch is really bad, but you know. It's really bad. Bro. But Osimo, that's why he's he's my guy. He's the only one that's making a lot of this argument. <laughs> it's the link versus Samus thing, bro. Double down, bro. It's yeah, late. I'm, like, down. I'm sticking with it. You if Osimo was there, Mia would have got third. You know, like what? <laughs> You can't give in. Ryu Bayo is so in. funny. It's so funny. Well, it sucks too because I really like Bayo. Like, I think she's a really fun character to watch. But I, I picked my side. I'm sticking with it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah, dude. Oh, my God. I know. Oh, my I saw other friends kept doubling down, and his name is Cosmos. He's still doubling down. Oh, my Big God. Link? Can't dude. stop. It's just on a lot of things. Oh, <laughs> Mainly oh, his, no. his bet with Phil. They just oh no, that has to stop. He's gonna owe Phil a house at some point. Yeah, <laughs> just give it up. That was crazy. We do need to outsell their merch, by the way. All jokes aside, did some sick tweet talks merch. It's at the Watch the Throne shop. Um, you don't get votes anymore, but you can help us get some stretch goals, and you get the newest, latest, and greatest by B, uh, who designs all of our merch. And she killed. I love this shirt because uh, the Belmont Axe is uh, it's probably my favorite special they have, and axes are my favorite like fantasy weapon so and it's and it's richter so that rules what what i'm excited to do this what are you confused by and oh, axe is your favorite yeah like you know what i mean like if i'm like D D or something it would be an axe yeah axe is rule dude come on bro what would you pick hey, come on why is marcus such a hater right now i, know, I think dude. sites are hella cool like oh yeah weapons. yeah sites you all watch too they're probably not that, that optimal for actual hey, combat but has do you hear that bro 
That's also what Gavin said. Wow, you guys are so original. It's so cool. Oh, I wasn't going to say that, but I mean, that's what would you say? It is my favorite. It is my favorite. Spears are dope. I give up for Spears. Spears, Spears and axes are kind of friends, though. It's like too much Dynasty Warriors to not like Spears, man. Nice, good answer, bro. Hey, I got a game for you. It's called Final Fantasy 16. Check it out. Uh, it's a great Spears oh in that God. game. Never heard of it. I've I'm obsessed with that game, bro. I already started. Fantasy? I already started New Game Plus. Like that's. I beat it, and I I went for my little walk between top eights. I came back. I was like, all right, bet New Game Plus. Fired <laughs> it up. I was like, let's go. <laughs> Do it again. Run it back. But I gotta stop because I need to play Spider Man. So another thing that got announced uh, within the week was uh, Genesis 10 and Genesis Black, which is going to be the last qualifying event for Watch the Throne. So we are finally announcing that. And Genesis Black is going to be a regional sized event in NorCal the weekend before Watch the Throne. So super excited for that. And then Genesis 10 is actually the date got revealed. Um, It's uh, like mid-February, which is pretty interesting. I think this might be the first time they're doing it in February. So, yeah, yeah, really excited for the Genesis series. It's been a mainstay in the Smash community for a very, very long time, and we're hitting the Big Ten. So, let's get it. Big Ten, big venue fee. See ya. It's going to be a good time. <laughs> Cut that. I want them to hire me for commentary. Alex, get it out of here. <laughs> Are you serious? I'm not kidding. Yeah, that was a joke just for you, Alex, and everyone on this call. There's yeah, man, course. Genesis 10. It's going to be super sick. Obviously, every Genesis has been amazing. So there you go. Yeah, we'll jump in right from there. That's great. There's a couple other things. There was um, Failsafe in my region, that Zamba one. There was a, a tournament that I forget what it was called, but the grand finals was between Sonics and Capitan Tito and Sonics one. So there's a lot of Smash and a lot of like good like highlight moment type things. So like it was a little bit easier to keep up with all of it, to be honest. Um but yeah, I guess that about does it for today. A little bit of a shorter episode. We are going to get into the to the Wait. bonus content. Oh, Before we go, I got a question for you if you want to answer it. If not, we can cut it. How are you feeling right now about like competing and stuff, Gavin? Like, Where are you at? I think it's an important thing. Yeah, they always check I, in with I, you after tournaments, but you, you haven't gone to a tournament in a little bit. So I want to know how you're feeling. Yeah, I was um, emotionally like bouncing around a little bit with uh, how I felt motivation-wise and all that stuff with Smash. Right now, it's actually higher than ever, to be honest. I, I think I took a little bit of a break, and then when I am playing, I'm like pretty locked in. I think I've been playing pretty well with, with both of my characters. Um, kind of had some new, fresh ideas, and I feel like that kind of thing really helps me to keep it going for, as someone who's like been playing for so long. Um, but yeah, I'm feeling great. I'm excited. I've been enjoying watching everyone play, especially like, you know top players I've been playing against for years or close friends or whatever. Um, yeah. And I, I want to go to tournaments with them. I want to play against them. I, w- I want to play against all these like best players currently. I- I'm feeling good. Um, and uh, you know, I- I'm not like super negative about my characters or anything right now. So I think it's a, like it's a good spot <laughs> for everything to be honest. Silver lining to you not going to any tournaments, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, except for all rules. Miami is still this month, so. <laughs> yeah, so that's your next event is Miami. Yes. Ooh, you and Cola. Oh, dude, Marcus, I saw bro. you in that chat. Me and you, we were in there, bro. That was so that fun. Four oh four was legendary. That was. I know everyone's been spamming. We were so back. That was truly. We are so back. Cola went to the four oh four weekly. 
Jaza was there, Mugen, uh, Omega, like just Bicola. Yeah, I, I, the reason I saw that four four was happening because Jaza was salt tweeting about Roy. I was like, oh, Cole is Max Thick. I could have too, obviously. It might have been both of them, honestly. But I love that weekly. I will be tuning in again. It's Thursdays, yeah? Thursday yeah, night. I think so. I'll be there. I was watching and I saw Marcus and I just like Spider Man pointed at each other in the chat. <laughs> like hell yeah. I'll be there. We were in there, dude. It was so good. That was a fun tournament. And then there are a couple other ones, too, that happened. Uh, Sonics took a tournament over Cappy Tuxedo, which is great. They have a great rivalry, by the way, uh, in so Ultimate. Funny. It, it's hilarious. It's also very competitive. And they clearly help each other get better as players, which is very, very good. And Sparkle hit that clip on uh, Luigi, which is – was it Waka? So Waka, hit it Waka on? yeah. R.I.P. Waka. I'm so sorry. That soul will be missed. <laughs> Just like the Belmont trailer. There goes Luigi's soul. Forward air. <laughs> Order got the kill screen, finishing touch off the tag, and just killed him. I was like, Sparkle, what the f- Why? <laughs> That's so mean. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, we don't have a lot of time left on this episode, but some great ultimate played all weekend. Shout out to all our winners, everyone who did well, all that good stuff. Sign us out, Gav. Yeah, thank you so much for watching, as always. We're going to get into the Patreon bonus content, which is going to be if a new Smash was confirmed and we knew the roster was going to get cut in half. Who gets to stay and who doesn't? So, uh, yeah, thank you so much.